0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Lead Hership podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. I am so excited to talk about A million-dollar mindset. If there are two topics that I am the most passionate about, one of them is leadership, because I know that people who can lead well will exponentially increase the results that they get in any area of their life. The other one is mindset, because mindset is the very foundation upon which everything in your life is built. And all of the results that you create in your life in every area of your life will be determined by what you think and believe. It is a fact that you will never outperform the quality of your thinking. And your thinking will be the number one determining factor in whatever results you create. But it's also going to be The determining factor in what limits you place upon yourself. But the good news is, and what's so intriguing to me, I think, is the fact that we can choose. So I love to observe and learn about how highly successful people think and behave. And I can remember even being interested in this as a little girl. I remember riding through town in the back seat and thinking wonder why those people live in those types of homes and other people live in these types of homes what do those people know and do that the other ones don't and at school as a child the dynamics of people in their peer groups was also interesting to me I always looked at the popular people and thought I wonder what makes them that way So fast forward to my early adulthood, I was in my mid-twenties probably and had two young children that I was homeschooling, and we were at the library gathering some books, and I was just browsing the shelves, I came across this book called The Millionaire Mind, which was a book published about a study that was done on millionaires in an attempt to try to figure out what is the essence of a millionaire. Like what makes a millionaire a millionaire other than the obvious fact that a millionaire has a million dollars or more? And I remember my main takeaway from the book being that millionaires really are just pretty average people in every measurable area, but they do think differently and they have different habits. And at this point, these types of studies On millionaires or just otherwise high performers who may or may not be millionaires yet have been replicated many times and here is what we know they are different high performers think in very predictable ways but the same is also true of average and low performers the good news though And what is so intriguing to me and offered me so much hope about just the potential of my future is the fact that we get to choose. It doesn't matter your background, your circumstances, your gender, your age, or or any other factor. Your thoughts are a choice. And so that's great news because... That means that all we have to do is learn the thought patterns and behaviors and habits of someone who's a high performer, if that's what we aspire to be, and then do that. It's all a choice. So my hope is that these episodes about developing a million dollar mindset will offer you hope the way that it did me when I first started learning about all of this. And I hope that it will inspire you to engage in a process that will be lifelong. So I'm going to share with you some basics of what I have learned over the years from someone who was stuck at the very first rank in the company for almost two years. And now all these years later is leading a multi-million dollar team. I am just here to tell you that the quality of your thinking will determine the quality of the results that you produce. This business is 80% mindset, only 20% skill set. So think about what that means from a leadership perspective. If you will never outperform the quality of your thinking, and if this business is 80% mindset and only 20% skill set, that means that as a leader, you will play a role In helping people manage their minds. If you have aspirations to not only be a high performer but lead a team of high performers, then that means that you must learn how to think and behave like a high performer and help other people do the same thing. So that's what we're here for. Let's get into it. So I am currently going through a Dr. Henry Cloud certification, and a lot of these concepts today that I'm going to share with you come from that training, and I'm just going to simply apply them to what we're doing here in network marketing. Dr. Cloud talks about how your thinking is the software of your brain that drives all all of your performance. Your brain is like the hardware, but your thought patterns that turn into beliefs are the software. And this software is going to determine the culture you create on your team, the quality of your relationships, definitely the results that you produce, but also, and particularly important, how you respond to challenges. Now the software drives the hardware and software can be very powerful or it can be very limiting depending on how it's programmed. If you are trying to get your device to do something that the software you are running is not programmed to do, then no matter how hard you try, it's just flat out not going to do that. But if you have the proper software for what you are trying to accomplish, that software is going to empower you to do so much more than you would be able to do without it. And here is what should make you feel so excited and give you so much hope is that you get to choose the software. The software would be your thought patterns or your thinking habits. Now, you don't have control. Over the unintentional thoughts that your brain is going to feed you all day long. Your brain thinks thousands of thoughts a day. Most of them are automatic, unintentional, and you don't have any control over what comes up. What you do have control over is what you believe. It's the thoughts that you choose to dwell on that then become beliefs which then affect your behavior, which will then determine your results. Now, your thinking and beliefs come from somewhere, right? It could come from what you've been taught. could come from relationships, which is why negativity is like the flu. Your inner circle is so very important. But I digress. could also come from your own personal experiences throughout your life. But the number one quality of thinking in high performers is Do you want me to tell you what it is? Well, I'm gonna tell you what it is, but first I'm going to define what high performer even means. And this definition of high performer comes from the world's leading high performance coach, Brendan Burchard. He wrote the book High Performance Habits. And here's how he defines a high performer. It's someone who succeeds beyond the standard norms consistently over the long term so this is not somebody who was hugely successful one or two times this is a person who consistently outperforms their peers in multiple areas and they also stay there for the long term other attributes of high performers not only do they consistently outperform their peers but they're less stressed. They're also confident that they will reach their goals despite challenges and adversity. They are healthier than their peers. They are happy and they are admired among their peers. And they're admired among their peers because even though they're outperforming them, they can influence their peers in a way that makes people feel valued and respected and appreciated and more likely to become high performers themselves. Doesn't that sound like somebody that you want to be around? So high performers are not just developing skills. They also develop people. Man, I want to be a high performer. I don't want to just do one thing. Well, I want to do a lot of things will. And I imagine if you are listening to this podcast, you probably feel the same way. So now that we know what a high performer is, let me go back and tell you what's the number one quality in thinking amongst high performers. It's optimism. It's the belief that it can be done. In other words, it's all figure outable core belief of a high performer. They believe that it's going to work out. They're gonna get there even when problems arise. They believe that. So it's not just staying positive or looking at the world through rose-colored glasses or having a sunny disposition. It is the core belief that it can be done. So let's talk about what optimism is not. It is not replacing negativity with denial of reality it's not blissful ignorance nor does it mean in any way shape or form that you have to agree or be positive about everything optimism is the belief that you can accomplish your goals and so can your team and that you and your team are capable of finding solutions when problems do arise so there was a study done On insurance salesmen, where they divided these people into two groups. First group was made up of people who had high aptitude, but they tended toward negative thinking. So, high aptitude meaning they either had high intelligence or they were highly skilled or a combination of both, but this first group also displayed habits of negative thinking. The second group consisted of people who were low aptitude, so basically the dummies, but leaned more toward positive thinking. Which group do you think sold more insurance? Group two, 50% more actually, and this study has been replicated many times. So the moral of the story is, or the study, is that if you compare someone who actually can't, but thinks that she can, to someone who can, but thinks that she can't, the positive thinker is going to win every time. Now, as I was defining for you what a high performer is, I'm sure that some people came to your mind that you would qualify as a high performer. Do you think that they believed that they could do it before they actually did it? I want to answer that question by sharing with you a little bit of my own story. Remember how earlier I said that when I started my business, I hit that first rank and I stayed there for almost two years? You know what kept me at that first rank so long? I didn't really believe that I could do it. It's not that I didn't believe it could be done because I saw other people doing it. I saw people joining around the same time I did who quickly went to the top. But I just thought those people were quantitatively or qualitatively different from me in some way. And I had no idea what made them different. I just thought that they were different. What I eventually came to discover was that the only thing that made them different was what they thought and what they believed. Y'all want to know how stinking my thinking was? I actually quit. During that 20-month period, I think probably 12 of those, I stopped sharing altogether because I didn't believe I could do it. And because I didn't really believe that I could do it, Any sign of adversity in my business really just became a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that is probably why I'm so passionate about this topic now, because I know from my own experience that once I changed my thinking, and once I realized that the only thing that was keeping me from moving forward and reaching my potential was what was going on between my ears. It was my thoughts. It was what I was believing. And these are biblical concepts, guys. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, 7. We also have Philippians 4, 8, which says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent. If there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things, which that is a paraphrase. But the Bible has a lot to say about what we think. And once I learned those things, it empowered me to believe that I actually can do it, that I can figure it out. If other people can do it, I can do it. They're no different or better than me. They may be further along than me, they may may be more experienced or more knowledgeable than me, but They're not better than me, and I also have special, unique gifts and talents and abilities that God gave to me, and if they can do it, I can do it. And guys, once I realized that and I jumped back in to my business and went full steam ahead, I went from that first rank in the company making a couple hundred dollars a month to making six figures in one year even though I had sat at that first rank for 20 months. And the only thing that changed was my thinking. My products were still the same. The comp plan was still the same. My upline was still the same. Everything was the same except what I believed. And that's why I know that if I can do that, you can do it too. So, the answer to my question about the high performers that you know and if you think they believe they could do it is yes, they did believe that they could do it. But they may have had to cultivate that belief. Cannot wait to talk more about this next week. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Be sure to check out my website, BrittanyHoward.com, for more content on the blog. And if this was at all valuable to you today, could you do me a favor and share it? Don't forget to tag me. Talk to you soon.